Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake, me, Dan, and me, Ollie. Hi, lads. Hello. Hello. It's nice, to, it's nice to have you back this week, Ollie. Thanks, Dan. We've got Import, uh, important business last week. Well, yeah, important business back. to attend to. Yeah. yeah. Back today. Thanks for having me again. So this week we've got news of Premier League interest in Callum Robinson, so we're going to have a chat about his development during his time at Deepdale. We'll also be talking about how many of the rest of our squad would make the grade at the top level. There's no fresh Twitter meltdown this week, so instead we'll be trying something new towards the end. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Cool. Let's uh, crack on. At least I got that right this week, instead of saying crack in and jump on. <laughs> um, yeah. So just before we start, I'd like to wish a quick happy birthday to Alex Neal. He turns 38 today. I'm sure you'll all join in, join us in wishing him many happy returns. 38 and today. He's 38 today. Jesus, tough paper round. Oh. <laughs> happy birthday, big out. Yeah. Hope he's having a good time on holiday wherever he is. I'm sure he's having a worldie. I bet he's out with Brad Potts, isn't he? Uh, I, I hope he's not. <laughs> He's the one that paid for the Ridsdale signs. Yeah, I've heard that as well. <laughs> Speaking of milestones, uh, thank you to our following. You've helped us break the 500 follower mark on Twitter. It doesn't sound like much, but it's all right for a group of lads who've only just started this recently as a hobby. So thanks to everyone who's hit that follow button. And if you haven't yet, go over and find us on Twitter at From the Finney. Yeah, four months, I think, just over four months. Yep. So it's pretty good going. Hats off chaps and all the other people that have contributed um, and, and ladies Quanks and ladies, ladies. Yeah. yeah but yeah Callum Robinson according to the LEP there's been interest from a Premier League club uh, this week and we report it on social media there was quite a lot of people that were jumping straight down the old yeah get rid of him he's not good enough um, we'll be you better know. off with the money uh, I think I think I think that's denial isn't it yeah, I'd say so, and I I'd say it. It, it, the, sorry, I think I think a lot of the people on social media probably tick the box, as you like to call them, Ollie, of uh, your dars. Absolutely, ninety percent of the fan base. Um, hope one of you are listening, but um, I, I can <laughs> yeah, see what they're saying. That's it's our got, listeners going down quite a bit. He's got twelve months left on his contract, so I can see what they're saying. If he's apparently he's got no interest in signing a new contract. Um. But, I don't know, I'd, it's actually quite a tricky one. I don't know whether we should sell him or not, um, but he's, he's definitely Premier League quality, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I don't think there is any doubt about it, to be honest. No, uh, not at all. I was going to say, I'm sure you're in that party as well, aren't you, Dan? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, of, I'm not of the school of thought that is, is of the snap their hand off type thing, but I mean, if they're offering us between... I mean, 12 and 15 million, it's hard to resist, isn't it? Yeah, especially like Ollie said, for someone who's got 12 months left on his deal. Yeah, and everyone's got their price. I know that's, I know that's like quite a bit of a cliche, but... Yeah, two minutes to get a cliche in. Um, yeah. He has got... 
I don't know what his price will be. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing like 12 mil or 10, 12 mil, but it, it depends how much we want it. Like if, if he stays and he might sign a new contract and then we might have some sort of agreement like we did with Hugo um, mm. to sell him like if another Premier League team comes in. But there's been obviously the Bournemouth rumour and then this week there's rumours about Sheffield and Aston Villa. Um, I think it actually it suit all them three clubs quite well, to be fair. Yeah, I think he would. Yeah, um, I think definitely sure Sheffield United. Well, I'm sure it was you, Ollie, that said that if Sheffield United had only been given sort of like a £20 million budget. Yeah, they've got all that beef with Osama Bin Laden's family, haven't they? So yeah. I don't know what's going on there. What's that? Osama Bin Laden. The, the Bin Laden a... family, I think, donated like three million pound or invested three million pound yeah. in Sheffield United. Some Don't the... quote me on this, any Sheffield United fans if you're listening. Yeah. I mean I think it's come from the sun, so I haven't heard of anything about that. Yeah, there was a big kickoff in the I think it was like uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. Like, all over yeah, social maybe, media. Maybe about a month ago. I don't know, but that completely bypassed me. That's mad yeah. that. There you go. Um, That's something um, for you to have a read about the... after. They've yeah, got definitely. a court case. They've got a court case because I think the a fifty percent owner is like an Arab or some, and they've got a court case going on. So there's a bit of an awkward one with Sheffield, but obviously Villa will spend big money. Um, started out Villa, suits Dean Smith perfectly. Um, so best and he, mates I think, with Jack Grealish. Yeah, best mates with Jack Grealish, or, and I think he'd probably play most often there out of the three clubs that have been linked. Mm. Um, so. I actually tweeted this a few weeks ago before I heard of, of the interest that I think he'd be perfect to go to the Villa. So sure. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I hope he goes, but I think if he went, I'd want him to go to Villa. He's got all he's got all the qualities to be Premier League. There's oh, absolutely definitely. nothing yeah. there's nothing that he doesn't have. Well he averaged I think he averaged a goal every hundred and seventy minutes this season. Yeah. Uh, which considering he was out for three or four months ish and he's still finished joint top scorer at the club with Alan Brown, who I think was also out injured at points in the season, but for nowhere near as long as Robbo was. Yeah. Um, and from an attacking left midfielder, um, it's good going. Definitely good going. Mm. And there were some quality goals in there as well. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Quite the a good two, uh, against Ipswich spring to mind. Mm. Yeah, they were both. And that and bearing in mind, he's been out for about three months there. Yeah. Slot yeah. straight back in. I think he's just he's just quality. One thing that's always impressed me with Robinson is the uh, sort of variation in the types of goals that he scores because he scores quite frequently with his head. Mm. He could score with either either foot. Like um, I, I mean, I know it didn't actually go in, but uh, away at Norwich where he took half the team, yeah. only de- only denied because he hit the Denver, and that was with his left foot, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the keeper saved it. You know, would have been goal of the season. That. Yeah, I think yeah. he got touch on it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Talking took, yeah. about four players and then. Louis Malt missed the header from two yards out. Louis Malt. Sorry, just thought, just thought I'd chuck that in there. Um, but yeah, he's, he's either feet, he's, he's good with either feet. And as you say, Dan, he's not the biggest, is he? But he scores a few headers, yeah. right place, right time. Yeah, he's, he's had a few um, like near post, back post, mm. a, a similar sort of thing, like right place, right time. Yeah, just across mm. the goal. Yeah. He can't um, really teach that. It's just he's, it's he's instinct, great, isn't it? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got great positioning like in and around the box. And he's so good at getting into little spaces as well, which... I think the the other thing to note as well, um, and I know there's a lot of North End fans that are sort of on either side of the fence 
when it comes to Callum Robinson. But I don't think any any will be able to deny the fact that every season he's been with us, which I think he's now been with us five seasons. Mm, I'd say it, probably five, yeah. I don't think anyone can deny the fact that he's improved every season that he's been with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that's something else that makes me confident that if he was to step up, that he would be able to cut it. Um, yeah. He clearly works his bollocks off to try and be the best that he can be, really, um, mm. and and try and hit the, 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 the top. And if he gets yeah. to the Prem, then you, I think you could say that he's done he's, that. He, He's definitely got one of the best attitudes I've seen at North End in yeah, a while. 100%. He's got an amazing attitude. Uh, he's, just, he's, he's always he just happy as well. Yeah, he, I was going to say, he just loves playing football, doesn't he? So, yeah, he's always got when, a smile on When he loves on playing him. football, he, that's half the battle work. I'd say it's like Hugo. It's like the Hugo situation for me. He's, he's got better every season. Unplayable in his last season and probably just deserves a move now. But obviously, I hope he stays. But mm. we'll just have to see it. it it's been quiet, so I don't know how long it'll drag on for, but hopefully we've set some kind of deadline for him to kind of agree if he's going to stay or go, and we get get it sorted out. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't go into the last week. Yeah, because yeah, doesn't, the, doesn't the window shut just after the start of the season? Yeah. Is it a couple of days after the start of the season or something yeah, like that? I think it's like the 9th of August or something, yeah. something around then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'd be nice to know that if it gets to a certain point, I don't know, say... Second week in July, if he's if he's no further on in terms of going anywhere. Mm. Um, but then saying that, if someone came in on the 9th of August and offered 15 million quid, I don't think Hemmings is going to say no, really. Yeah. Did did Hugo not leave on deadline day? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a January deadline day, but yeah. Yeah. And did we sign another striker before? No. Nah. No. Nah. See, if that happens with Robbo, then he's literally... Because well, we'd, we'd signed Malt, hadn't we, before... Oh, yeah, Louis Martin. Yeah. It seems to have happened a couple of times in recent years that we've been staying up till midnight on deadline day hoping that people don't leave. I'd quite like there to be that sort of assurance this time. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, don't I th- see that again. I think, I think Greg Cunningham last year left quite early, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah, we within a few got, weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, then probably, probably about this time last year, then we got an, uh, Andrew Hughes in pretty much straight away. Yeah. And they had, they had the full season pre-season to bed in, didn't he? So mm. we need side a winger anyway, whether whether Robbo stays or goes. Yeah. I think, but I think that that's that's the point. And if he does go, um, say with a week to go or on deadline day, whatever it may be, and we've only signed one winger, it it still won't be enough. We'd still need to sign someone else. Yeah, people say you've got Maguire who can play wide, you've got Harrop back who can play wide, you've got yeah, Bowden back. Bowden that just back. takes you back to the League One days, doesn't it? Yeah. Of square pegs and round holes. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. That, that's what it is. We need actual specialists. I if, really... if we're actually genuine about top six. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Maguire playing in off the left anyway. I know he can, but I just think he's nowhere near as effective. No, definitely not. Um, but I think talking of the likes of Maguire and uh, others that have played across the front three and in midfield. Um, I think it's safe to say that there's probably one or two in the in the squad that could potentially join Robinson if he was to move to the Premier League. Um, I know, yeah. Dan, we, we mentioned, well, we had a, quite a lengthy discussion about Ben Pearson last week with Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Ollie. I know exactly where you stand on that, but... Did you boys watch England today? 
I didn't yeah. know. I couldn't I did, get yeah. time for did you see Eric? Did you see Eric Dyer, Dan? I did, unfortunately. There's not, there's not one thing that Eric Dyer is better at than Ben Pearson. Nah. Not one thing. I didn't watch England today, but I can't Yeah, but you already know that, that don't you? Yeah. Ben Pearson, I think, is... If you're taking out all the yellow cards and all that and all the reputation, i say he's comfortably a Premier League player. Yeah. In terms 100%. of aggression, anticipation, his use of the ball is unbelievable. That's quite I, underrated. I'd probably go so far as to say if he didn't have this yellow card habit and reputation for it, he'd have probably gone last summer. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But if you look at Scott McTominay at United now, he's not a better footballer than Ben Pearson. Like, there's just no way. So I'd say for me, Ben's the best player that I've seen at North End. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Just as an all-round player. And you've still got people saying sell him on, on Twitter. Because mm. he, he misses... He does miss too many games. Um, yeah, it's, but it's the one thing that North End fans have known about him for years. Anyway, uh, so... Yeah, the, I think the piece that I did maybe April, March, April, I think the win percentage with and without was like a 30% difference. Yeah. And he's obviously Alex Neal's key player. Mm-hmm. So he's the, I, I'd say out of anyone, he's, he's the most ready now to play Premier League. Definitely. Yeah, so I think uh, he's Ben Pearson's one that would probably suit a lot of sort of mid table Premier League clubs. Um yeah. to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if like local Premier League clubs were scouting him. So Yeah, definitely wouldn't surprise me, especially with him coming from United. Yeah, like, yeah. the likes of Burnley, the likes of Burnley, Everton, and then I think like Wolves, Villa, all them. Brighton maybe. Yeah. I think, Wolves, I, I, I think Wolves definitely because uh, my girlfriend's a Wolves fan and she always gets annoyed every time I tell her I don't I don't rate uh, Romain Sice. Mm. And Pearson was Pearson was slotting really nicely in that midfield. Yeah. Well, when when we spoke about Pearson last week, I think we mentioned that Brighton was one of the clubs that had been linked with him um, since well ever since Graham Potter's gone in. Obviously, yeah, he, he's going to know a lot about him having spent twelve months in the championship. Yeah, I think I think they've been linked with Ollie McBurney as well, haven't they, at Swansea? So yeah, I saw that, that this week. Might be going down that line of recruitment. Um, so in terms of the rest of the squad, um, Alan Brown, what were thoughts on that? I just the thing about Alan Brown is he's obviously apart from Ben Pearson, arguably our best player, but I think he might have peaked. I don't know. I don't know how much better he's going to get, and I don't know if that's going to quite make him Premier League quality. I think he, I think he's capable of doing a job in a Premier League team, but I don't think he's Premier League quality, if you know what I mean. Because there yeah, is that, yeah. there there is that sort of difference, isn't there? Yeah, and I think going back to Robinson, that's where a lot of fans stand on Robinson. I think is that, well, not a lot, but I suspect some probably think that he could go in and do a job. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm probably the same. I'm I'm not sure. I don't think he's peaked yet. Um, I think he's, he's like Robinson, he's getting better every season. I think he'll still yeah. carry on getting better. He's only young as well, yeah. isn't he, still? But I don't know I don't know if he's how good he is at... I, I don't think he played number 10 for a Premier League club. He's not that no. type of number 10. And I'm no. not sure how effective he is further back. Because even if you play him as a number 8 for us, he's not as effective in the actual engine room. Mm. I think he's just got a bit of a niche position for what Alex Neal wants. Mm. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's the key thing, and I think he, he suits Alex Neal's system. Yeah, uh, 
very well. He's literally, if you could make a player for Alex Neal, it would be Ben Pearson. I mean, Alan Brown. So, yeah, definitely. So I'm not I mean, sure. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm a bit like you two, I'm torn. Because as good as he is, I'd like to see him do well if he was to go in the, into the Prem. Mm. But like, whereas with Ben Pearson, I can see him slotting into uh, a few teams. Yeah, I just don't see where Alan Brown fits in. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit of a. It wouldn't be a struggle, but I don't think it'd excel, would he? No, he'd just know, be. In, I think he'd be in know. and out all the time, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure because yeah. you've got players like Jeff Hendrick who've gone and made good Premier League careers. True. Sim- similar, but I don't mm. know. True. I think there's a few players like that. Obviously, Conor Horan's now stepping up to the Prem. Um, similar sort of player. Yeah. So. I'm not sure. He's got all the physicality. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we have to say though as well. This is by no means flat. And Alan Brown. No, not at all. Not He's at all. probably. I'd say along with the two players we've already mentioned, Ben Pearson and Callum Robinson, he's he's our best player at the club. I yeah. agree. I'd, I'd, them, them three are my top three players. And yeah. I think they're all closely followed by Ben Davis. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, he's another one that I think if he carries on the way he's going, I, I don't see him having an issue being mm. a Premier League centre back. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me about Ben Davis is physicality. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at him now compared to even eighteen months ago, he's filled out a shitload. He's, he's filled out, yeah. Yeah, um, I think more, maybe more in a back three. If, if a team who plays a back three on the left hand side, because yeah. he's really good at his 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 main quality is stepping into midfield or stepping into the second line and just threading passes. He's got yeah, pace he's, to recover as well. He has improved, like in terms of aerial and aggression. But one of our main concerns last season was conceding from crosses, and that is probably his main weakness. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think for the right club, he could probably probably step up, but he's he's much better having another at least another season with us just to see, just to carry on progressing. Yeah, I think he'll have definitely one more season with us, if not more. Um, but yeah, he's he's another one that I think if he carries on progressing, I, I don't see him. Mm. Did, did he sweep up all the awards as well? This year, did he, get, um, did he get players, player, and fans. He, he won player and fans players. Yeah, yeah. So it's highly yeah. rated by players and fans. Alan yeah. Brown won his customary goal of the season. Yeah. And Jordan Story, did he win young player? Young player. Uh, young player. Adam and O'Reilly got scholar of the year, I think. And Louis Louis Mark won community. Yeah, that was it. You got to be good at summer, aren't you? <laughs> Um, but talking of Jordan's story there, um, by no means is he ready for the Prem at the minute. Mm. He he needs a couple of seasons more at this level. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but to go from where he was at the start of the season before last um, mm. to, to where he's finished the season just gone. Yeah. Didn't Exeter only sign him last summer? Yeah. No, no, we signed him last summer. Oh yeah, of course we did. Um, he was—I think he was a kid at Exeter. He's yeah, went out on loan to like uh, National League South. Yeah, oh, yeah right. he had a couple of non-league loans. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking of. 
he came back in and was a bit of a bit part player for them initially. Mm. And well, he started off the season before we signed him as like their fifth choice centre back, didn't he? Yeah, but basically, yeah. And then he finished playing in the player final mm. at Wembley, and we signed him and. Yeah. Made a few made a few appearances early on, didn't he? I think in the cups, and then he got his first. I think he came in around December, Jan. For us, yeah. Yeah, well, I remember one of the last games he played in the cup was that win away at Leeds, mm. um, and Twitter was alight with people raving not, about not, him. Raving about him, yeah. Not, I wouldn't say slagging Alex Neil off, but definitely getting on Alex Neil's back for not giving him more of an opportunity. Yeah, um, I, I can see both sides of that. But well, but, I'm I'm more on the side of the gaffer on that one. I think you've got to commend him for sticking to his guns and and holding him back as much as he did. Yeah. Well, uh, at, at, at that time, I mean, we could see which way the wind was blowing with Huntington, but he hadn't quite cost us enough. It was blowing to south. Guar- to, to guarantee, blowing to south. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, that, I mean, that, that, that's that's what we mean. We could we could see it. Like happening, but at that point he hadn't cost us enough actual points to really warrant yeah. being dropped. Yeah, I suppose, but it shouldn't have taken until what was it? It was a turn of the year, weren't it? It shouldn't have taken that. Yeah, long. I think it was after that Doncaster game, wasn't it? Or he just come in around the time of the Doncaster game in the yeah. cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's not looked back since then. No, he hasn't, and even playing through the end of the season with an injury, um, and still. I mean, you, you well, you could argue that last few games, maybe three or four well, games. His form did take a hit, didn't it? But yeah, his form did. Didn't it? But he's what, twenty? Twenty-one? Twenty-one, maybe. Yeah, twenty, twenty-one. But yeah, if, yeah. if you think about already how aggressive he is for his age, mm. uh, and he's not, he's not bad on the ball. Don't get me wrong, but that's not his his strength. He's just a very solid defender, isn't he? Yeah, he's not, he's not bad on the ball at all, really. Um, yeah, I don't think he's at a level that Ben Davis is at. Nah. Um, but he, yeah, like you said, there's a good balance left footed and right footed. Yeah, if you could put them two uh, players together, honestly, they'd be a very, very, very good player. But so yeah. they are, they are very well balanced. Hundred yeah. percent. So he's, I don't know, maybe, he's still only twenty-one. Story. Twenty-one, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's his, basically his first season at, at this level. level. Yeah. Yeah. This so I think this will be his first full season if he can stay fit. I mean, he's an incredible prospect. Un- unbelievable prospect, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's another one. I think that if if he carries on the trajectory that he's on, I think it's only a matter of time before he's in the prem somewhere. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How much maybe, did we uh, pay for him? I think it was seven hundred seven fifty. Yeah. Seven fifty. Yeah. If you look I mean, at it now, that's, that's yeah. a good that's a good fee for us. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing Exeter have got some kind of sell on. Like a hefty sell on. Yeah, if you'd imagine so. If we if if we do sell him to a decent Premier League side, consider I mean, assuming he makes the progress that he looks like he looks like he's more than capable of making, Mm. I think we'll be making a decent profit there. Not that I want us to, but well, if you look at Lloyd Kelly, he's just gone to Bournemouth, same age. Thirteen million was it? Was it thirteen? Yeah. So you're probably looking in that kind of bracket. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But yeah, very very good talent and. Them two at centre back next season is is very promising mm. for a full, for a full season. Like Dan said, if they can stay uh, injury free, there's there's something to be excited about. Definitely. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else in the squad that you think could make the step up, or 
Um, I think maybe 12 months ago, I would have said Sean Maguire had a chance. Um, yeah, after but, his, but as, he, as we all know, his hamstrings aren't yeah. the most... Uh, yeah. Ability-wise, he's got the quality, but he just I doubt that he could hack it. If you're looking at a prospect, I know I'm not his biggest fan, to be honest, but Josh Earl's probably the most likely, apart from the ones we've mentioned. Mm. Yeah. Just, just basically physicality and... Um, he's not actually a bad footballer. Just positionally, he's a bit iffy. He's a bit off, isn't he? Yeah, but maybe, maybe in a few years, who knows? Big season for him next season, though. Definitely. Mm. Right, should we? Uh, should we call that part one? Yeah, let's call that part one. Right, cool. Nice one, lads. How are we doing, dickheads? <laughs> Best not call the listenership dickheads. No, I, I got that as like you're referring to me and Dan. Yeah, that's what I was. Well, um... <laughs> I better make it in. Right, welcome back to part two to From the Finney podcast. Thanks for staying with us. Um, so now we're going to talk about the goalkeeping position. So Chris Maxwell's been linked to Hibs in the last few days. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if it was in the LEP or somewhere else. Um, uh, I think it was online somewhere else, but I'm not sure where. But, uh, so it obviously looks like, well, I'm pretty sure he's going to go. So what is the plan for the goalkeeping position, do we think? Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because yeah. I think we've seen in the past how getting loans in can work. This season, uh, Dean Henderson at Sheffield United is... Yeah. A prime example of how it can work, but goalkeepers arguably one of the most important positions to have someone to come in and nail down a spot. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We've been quite fortunate in the past, I think, um, with loans. But just how long it can carry on for, I'm not right sure. Yeah, I think if you look at probably the last five, six years, the keepers that we've had, the best three keepers have been Rudd. When he was on loan, first yeah. time, Johnston, yeah, and then Pickford, obviously, and they they were all on loan from Premier League clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I think that that's the route I'd kind of go down every season. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people probably prefer that as well. Speaking to my mate who's a big PE fan yesterday, and he he pretty much wants us to do that. Um, so I, obviously, Murich has been linked, and there's no doubt he's a better goalkeeper than. Declan Rudge, Michael Crow, Maxwell, and probably Ripley. So I would have no concerns about him just coming in for a year. I think that that's no, my own issue not. with it is that it is it is just a year, and we'd, we'd be unrealistic in hoping to bring him in permanently unless we got up. Absolutely unrealistic, Dan. Yeah. Even then, even if we got up, you'd probably even then, yeah. It'd still probably be on what twenty-five to sixty grand a week. Uh, I don't know, maybe. But if you look at Henderson at Sheffield, they've gone up obviously, and he's probably going to go back there on loan. The other day that he was signing a new contract with uh, Man United and then going back on loan to Sheffield. Yeah, mm. I mean that that could kind of work. 
um, if he went up and City wanted him to play games, obviously at Prem. Yeah, I suppose. But I don't know. It just doesn't fill me with confidence. I can see what you mean, but Declan Rudd doesn't fill me with confidence. No. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think I think we'd all rather a talented keeper who's able to keep goal be somewhere in the side, even if it is just on loan. Yeah, I'd rather have twelve months of security. To be fair. Yeah. Because with a loan, you pretty much you pretty much know you're getting a quality player. It's just a case of how they can settle into the club, how they can adapt. Obviously, yeah. it'd be Murich's first season. I think I think Pickford had a lot of loans, didn't he, before he came to us? Yeah, I think he'd been um, he was Bradford and Carlisle. Carlisle, yeah. He'd been at Lowe's, I think, and then I'm not sure how many Rudd had. Was it his first loan? Uh, no. Well, he, he he had played for Norwich before, but I'm not sure if he'd been at, at another club. And obviously, Johnston had had half a season, I think, at Doncaster. Yeah. So this would be kind of different one in terms of. Absolutely zero experience. Well, you say that, but he's played in the League Cup for City. Yeah, um, played for the best manager in the world. Well, yeah. So, you must know, be half gonna... decent. And the players that he's played and he's, with... He's, he's not conceded a goal in senior football as well. Has he not? No. He's made some international appearances as well, hasn't he? Yeah. He's just for... been included in squads. Is he Kosovan? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that one comes off. Like I think that'd be the best route to go. Yeah, that'd be a great sign. Yeah, but then definitely. Obviously, the question was long-term plan. So, do you, want, do, you want, do you guys want to hear my stat about Jordan Pickford? I mean, it's not really a stat, but it's my little interesting nugget. Well, Jordan, I've got no choice now. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Pickford, Pickford was the first goalkeeper that Alan Brown scored past for in us. His career. Yeah. Really. He, he scored against uh, Carlisle in that six-one game. Uh, Pickford was the keeper for. Do you want to know another little stat about Jordan Pickford? Go on. Best keeper in the world. That's a that's a good one. I like that one. Also, today became the first goalkeeper to score for England, even though it was only a penalty shootout. There's no doubt that Maxwell's off this summer. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, let's just... not get into that one. No, I think it's just because he flaps at crosses. Well, I don't know. I bit. I don't, know how, I don't know how good his connection is with the defence either. Is what? I'm not sure how good his connection is with the defence either. Well, no. prior to this season, I had him down as the better of two keepers. So did I, yeah. And I'll probably catch a lot of shit for saying that, but mm. stand by it. I think he suited the way we played. Mm. Um, yeah, he definitely... I, I, I used to be a fan of his distribution as well, but then... Obviously, his biggest thing for us was his sweeping ability. Mm, yeah. he, he did lose his head a bit, didn't he? And he just he got very cocky, didn't he? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But now Hibbs would be a strange move because I think he's better than SPL. Yeah, but I don't see many clubs at this level needing mm. a keeper. Nah, I see what you mean. I don't know. So... It's, it's a tricky one for him. I mean, he didn't get football at Charlton, and if. Uh... No, if, he's, if, if he's going to get regular football, he's probably going to have to drop down to mid-table League One side. Mm. Maybe that's well, I suppose. And I suppose that's sort of SPL level, isn't it? Apart from Celtic and Rangers. Don't do a disservice on League One, Dan. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll just have to see with Maxwell, but I'm pretty sure Rudd will be off as well. Yeah, I suspect he'll be off on loan probably. Um, but again, I, I just don't see where a Championship club's got the need for a keeper. 
Nah. Mm, who's been promoted? Off the top of my head. Barnsley. Luton. Well, Barnsley do, I suppose. They've they've just lost... Well, they're, they're likely yeah, to lose They have just that. lost Adam Davis. Barnsley have a very good recruitment team, though, so they won't be signing Declan Rudd. Um, <laughs> Luton's got Smith a shout. Luton's got a shout. I don't know. Um, it depends I, where you want I, to go. I can't, want to I can't think of Luton's keeper's name off the top of my head. Not that is that means much. But... It's Marek Steck, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so, yeah. Oh, didn't, he, didn't he start off at um, West Ham? Not sure, but he rings a bell. But he's probably better than Declan Rudd. So it, it probably means we've got Conor Ripley as number two next season. Yeah, I suspect so, yeah. I mean, from, from what little we've seen of him, I'm not too concerned about him being number two. I quite like the look of him, but uh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to judge a player off 180 minutes football, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it, it fills me with more confidence than having Michael Crowe on the bench, definitely. Yeah, yeah, me too. What's happened with Michael Crowe? Is he out of contract? Was he just on a one-year? Mm, not Absolutely. sure, but yeah, I think he was, he was either a one- or a two-year deal, wasn't he? Mm. So, and best case, we got, um, he's, he's off out of the club, and worst case, we've got 12 months of him potting around doing nothing. I do feel sorry for him, though, because once he gets released, he will have to get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know how he's done that. That, that. I want. I want to have a word with his agent, honestly. Um, well, so he, that, he never played for Ipswich, did he? Nah, no, he never played football in his life. Not even as a kid. I've I've got a theory that he had. They went to a trial game one time, had an absolute blinder out of nowhere, and he's just blagged a career on the back of it. Maybe. And he's. I don't even know how old is he. I don't even know how old he is. He's, I think he's twenty-seven. Yeah, Ooh, he's, I think oh, he's seven. Twenty. And. Wow. Uh, you, you, there were those stories, weren't there? Of um, I mean, I don't think it's happened in this country, not for a long time, but players that have not been just normal people who've managed to blag their way into signing for a club and then feigned injuries for a couple of years and then moved on mm. before there's been a chance longer. of being noticed. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember the name of the guy that got moved again. I think it was West Ham. Southampton. Like that. Southampton, that's the one. It was um, Ali Deer. Yeah. Ali Deer. It was like an African... Fake. Wasn't he? Wasn't he George Ware's cousin? Yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. And George Ware recommended him to Southampton. That's what Crow's done. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely what Michael Crow's done. Yeah, because I mean, well, I mean, he's definitely not George Ware's cousin. Well. What Michael? Nah, Crow? he's probably not actually. He's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves us with obviously Hudson as probably third choice, unless he goes out on loan and Jimmy Kokorin stays in as third choice. He's another weird one, though, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Because he's been here for, like, what, four or five years now? Matt, yeah. Matt Hudson will be 20 before the season rolls around. I just still think... young. Still young. And it's still young, but I just think if... He, he never got a look in at Berry last year, did he? Break it to the team. But then he had... Was it last season or the season before where he got a half against Leeds? It was the season before. season before, yeah. Pickford got sent yeah. off, didn't he? Yeah, of course it was Pickford, wasn't it? I think he is highly rated at the club, though. So... Mm. But he does need games. Maybe mm, conference, abs- maybe Chorley. Oh no, Chorley have sorted himself out, but they could do with getting a full season at, at some kind of level. Jimmy Corcoran's supposed to be quite highly rated as well, though, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, but, but he'll be 18 when the season starts. I don't know if he'll be ready. I'd prefer to see him go out on loan or play for the reserve team that Alex Neil wants to. Yeah, get, it's gone. It's gone cold on that. It's gone very oh, cold on that. I was going to say it's gone quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Because um, that, remember... that going to happen like? For some reason, was it going to be in accordance with the training ground for whatever reason? Well, no, no I just think Alex Neil wanted it. 
Yeah. Alex Neal said at the fans forum that he he didn't like the fact that we kept having to organise bounce games in the week mm. and that he wanted some level of competition there for like the players that aren't playing week in, week out, so that when they're needed that they can just come in and and that they're almost ready to go, if you will. Yeah. It was a problem when, when we did have injuries and we had to have players come in out of the cold that yeah, it's, so we, big... saw, we saw it took them a good 180, 270 minutes of football to get up to speed. Yeah, mm. it's, it's a big it problem. I think I think pretty much every club in the league has uh, either a development squad or a reserve team. Mm. So, uh, And obviously we were linked with those maybe about six weeks ago. The lad from Sheffield Wednesday who was released. Can't remember his name, and also yeah, Max I can't remember the names. Was it Max Broughton as well? And they're the kind of players who'd sign to go into like a development team or whatever reserve team. But it's gone cold on that, so I don't know. But it's something we should definitely look at. Yeah, it just again, like we mentioned last week about the fans forums and the board and there being a bit of a disconnect between like the top level of the club and the fans. It just if it doesn't happen for whatever reason, it it would just feel like another thing that like we've had sold to us, mm. just to try and keep us happy for however long, six months, three months, just give us something to talk about. Yeah, uh, in hope that it comes off. I think, and I then, think it's more important in terms of actually Alex Neil, because obviously by the sounds of it, he was. I don't know how close he was to going, but he must have had some kind of like assurances from the club about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. So we'll just have to see with that. But we're running out of time already. Time's going quite fast. Yeah. I think they're we back in what? training three weeks. First week of July, is it? End yeah. of June? End of June, start of July. Three, we got, three four we, weeks. We've basically got seven seven weeks till the start of the season. Because yeah. what, what date's our first pre-season game? Net, uh, 6th of July, Saturday. The 6th, yeah. It's really not that, it's really not that far away. It's, it's less than a month. At, yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, just under three. Uh, just under a month. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the stuff's gonna have to start happening pretty quickly. And also need to sort out two preseason games as well. Yeah. The, two home games. Two. I mean, the club. Even, the club even said in that news in their um web, in the article on the website they were like, "We're hoping to get these announced soon." Yeah, and there's been yeah. nothing. Clubs that want to play against Dino Fisher and Ben Pearson, do they? It's it's a little bit like um a little bit like the uh fans forum that you mentioned with all the answers. If uh, yeah. it just it seems like they've said that to sort of appease us and it's gonna be a while till we hear about it. Mm. Yeah, it feels like another one of them things that you just you wouldn't be surprised if they're hoping that fans forget about it and Yeah. That's well, it. we can't just not play a pre-season game. <laughs> well, we, we can. No, we can't. We got to sort a of pre-season game out. Come on. I mean, if if we don't sort out, a t- if we don't sort out a pre-season game against the Premier League team, then we go in without apps, without without any sort of competitive. Exactly. If we go into the season and the best thing we've played is Fleetwood, Fleetwood, then yeah. I think it's fair to say we won't be ready for the start of the season. No. Definitely. So I hope they got an exotic Spanish team lined up or something. Mm. I doubt it. I doubt it. So did did, they, not, did they not specify Premier League? You said yeah, Premier League or foreign. Yeah. The last foreign yeah. team I remember us playing was AAK Athens. Yeah. We played um, Swansea, didn't we? Last Big shout-out to Jeffrey Monacana. 
Jeffrey Monacani, yeah. Sure, I'm not going down that Wales route, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, sorry, I, sorry I just full named you as well. <laughs> it's all right. You're not my mum, but it's all right. <laughs> Mo- moving on. Um, should, we, should we give this new feature a go, boys? Yeah. yeah, why not? Glad has the name for it. Huh? Yeah, the as yet unnamed feature. Um, I've, got, I've got a good name for it. Go on. go on. Guess the player. There we go. Golden. Yeah. Guess the Bit player. Yeah. Guess the player. So explain the game and then we'll get going down. Jake. Right, yeah, we'll we'll give this uh, as yet unnamed feature a try, but basically it's going to be a game of guess the former North End player. Um, So if any of you that are listening in your car or at home, wherever you listen, if you want to play along, the rules are quite simple. Um, I'll start off with a clue. And when Dan or Ollie thinks they've got who the player is, they just have to say stop. And then they've got however long to to say what they think. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 go for it, and we'll start off with clue number one. I was born on the seventh of June in nineteen eighty five in Bolton. Nine eighty five. That would make them twenty nine. No. Thirty nine. No. I can't do maths. I'm doing economics, so it's a bit awkward if I can't do this. <laughs> 34, Does that make it 34? 34. Yeah. Yeah. I really can't do maths. <laughs> Any guesses? No. No Sam? idea. No, none from me. No, right, okay. Right, so clue number two. I made my Football League debut for Berry as a 17-year-old in November 2002. What? As a second half substitute against Torquay United. Stop. Yeah. Is, is it Simon Whaley? Yes, it is. Simon uh, Whaley. Oh my god. If we were if we were better prepared, I'd have a jingle. For like... Simon Whaley's thirty four. Yeah, yeah, and he's retired. What was he, about forty five? Well, he, he retired um, sort of mid career because he broke his toe on a was it like a marble table or something? I have no idea. I've not heard or that. He, or, or, or he dropped something on his foot. There's something really stupid in every day that just was he not just a big was he not just a big piss head? I have no idea. I, think... I know it was something to do with a broken toe, but it's just I'm I'm not sure how uh, he did it. That's a bit of a boring he, story. He retired in December 2011 uh, when he was at Chorley. I think he made 19 appearances for Chorley. I'm yeah. sure the last I heard he was a plumber. That is a pretty downwards career trajectory, isn't it? No, no, he, was plumbers, good, he was a good player, you know. Yeah, he was. He was. I remember Plum's him scoring that screamer at Burnley when one three two. Yeah, plumbers are pretty good though. I'm oh not... no, no, I don't have anything against plumbers. I just mean I'm not being biased because my dad's one, but <laughs> no, no, I was, I was talking more footballer trajectory, Preston down to Chorley rather than. Oh right, yeah, yeah, rather than footballer to plumber. Yeah. All right, so round two, I'll uh, I'll start us off this time. So my player was born on the fourteenth of September, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, so he's 30. Oh, he's 40. 40. He's 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's 39. He's not quite 40 yet. Right, he's 39. Okay. Yeah, no, I've not got a clue. Where, where was he born then? 
He was born, funnily enough, in Bury. Okay. Anybody? No. Nope. He made his debut for Blackpool in a FA Cup game against Wigan Athletic on the 14th of November 1998. Stop. Brett Ormerod. Oh, I know who it is now. Oh, I knew that. Who? Brett Ormerod. Nope. (laughs) Next clue. The next clue. He signed for us on loan in 2006 from Norwich City. Ooh. Stop. Jake. Adam Nolan. No. Bollocks. It was Norwich that broke Adam Nolan's leg, but I don't think we signed him from them. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. It was Dixon Atuhu. Yeah. Dixon Atuhu. On loan from us at Norwich and then broke our... Broke his replacement's leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I've not got a clue. We then, after a short loan spell in the um, 05 06 season, signed him permanently. He was with us for three years until 2009, but he only made eight more appearances. Stop. Well, this is obscure. Go on. Jason Jarrett. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> yes. I thought no one was going to get that. I'm well happy with that. Never heard of him. Do you know what? Are you joking? I had, him, I had him in my mind since you first suggested that game about a week ago. <laughs> He was oh. the first. He was the first player that popped up. Uh, can we just focus on the fact that Ollie's never heard of Jason Jarrett? Of course, I've heard of him. I can picture oh. what he looks like. That oh, was a good one, that Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see if we keep that in or not. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite like this as a format. I mean, obviously, we'll polish it up. Yeah. Much like the podcast in hopefully yeah. six months. Yeah, Ollie, do you want to round us off with a third one? Okay. So round three. Ready? Yeah, yeah. This player was born on New Year's Day, 1973, in Kendall. 73. Ooh, that makes him 46? That makes him 46. Ooh. In Kendall. No. Unsurprisingly, he started his career at Carlisle United in 1991. Hmm. Fairly local to Kendall. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't got a clue. No, me neither. Okay. He signed for Preston North End in 1999 and he went on to make 170 appearances. 170 appearances? Nine, nine, nine. Ah, that's a little bit before my time, that. He left in 2004. Oh, so he was only here for five years. So he played pretty much every game. Played a lot of games in that time. No, I've not got a Scooby-Doo. Okay. He was six foot and he was a centre-back. Stop. Colin Murdoch. No. Stop. It wasn't well, Chris Lacetti, was it? No. Next clue. No. Next clue. He made 170 appearances for North End, yeah. And then 
In 2004, he went to Blackpool. Heathen. Stop. Michael Jackson. Yeah. No, no. Oh, was it not oh. Michael Jackson? Oh, I thought you'd nailed Shit it. Shit He's a singer. Well, he used to be a singer. Um, oh, he's dead now. Well, that's pretty much all I've got, really. Um, do you want to know what his current job is? Well, what, what, where did he go after Blackpool? Oh, sorry. After Blackpool, in 2006, he went to Exeter, where and he retired from Exeter in 2011. He finished his career with 445 games. And he, he was a centre-back. And he Santa. signed in 1999. He left in 2004. Oh, my God. He uh, played 170 times for this football club. I knew this would be a good one. Stop. Was it Marlon Brooms? Nope. Oh, no. I haven't the foggiest, mate. You've got me there. Okay. Yeah, I'm, next, I'm done. Next clue. Might have to cut this one out and you can go again, I'll He had no hair and he was Welsh. Well, he had very, very slight hair and he was Welsh. Well, he's still alive. He is Welsh. See, all I can picture when you say centre-backs with no hair playing for us is Wayne fucking Brown. Nope. I know he was playing for us in, like, 2011. Are you giving up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm defeated. Okay. Play reveal. Drum roll. Drum roll, please. The player is Rob Edwards. Oh, shit, the bird. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, picture, I do. Can you picture him as well? Yeah. That was a good Unless one. Though. I'm just picturing Colin Murdoch. That was a good one, that, Ollie. Oh. Nice one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to episode three of the From the Finney podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope the new feature wasn't as bad as it sounded. Um, Definitely was. <laughs> hopefully it wasn't. We'll we'll try and polish it up a bit. Um, we haven't also quite hit on a regular schedule just yet, but we'll aim to have regular pods to you every sort of seven to ten days. So for those that have been asking on Twitter, just yeah, it'll be around that sort of time period. Um, as usual, you can keep in touch with us across our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And um, yeah, just say hello if you if you fancy and. Yeah, that's episode three, so thanks for listening. Um, Ollie, Dan, thank you very much for getting involved nice again. Nice one, Jake. Nice one, Dan. Love to chat about Preston Wilson. Good to have you back again, Ollie. Yeah, definitely nice to have you back, mate. I hope that was good to you. I hope that was good to you. 100%. And on that note, chaps, see you later. See you later. Yeah.